just like the thing that kept me going was like one day I'm just gonna be famous and all these kids are gonna be like wow like most of my childhood it was just like it was miserable like going to school I would really dread it and I think just the one thing I've always had was dance like it's just like um it's more than just a hobby or more than just like a pat you know it's literally like my lifestyle do an intro eventually but do you want to talk about how we met or met how we met yeah oh my goodness yeah let's go for it i honestly forget but i feel like you guys probably have yeah yeah so i i went through the i ran through the messages so i slid into your dms right you sl- and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Arsh leaves. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, there's a story. Mind you, these are 19 year old kids. Uh, uh, no, what do you mean? We were 20. <laughs> and I also you're 20 now, and that was a year ago. Yeah, she's right. Like, why would you guys make me go through this? But I don't remember anything. But I don't remember anything. Hold on. So I was scrolling through TikTok, right? And you know, this girl shows up on my for you page, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see. Let's see what she and said Winnipeg or something. It said I was like, okay, I'm, well, I'm a podcast host. Let's figure out yeah. like what's going on. So you show. <laughs> so I find out and We're I'm doing like, research. I'm like, okay. She says civil engineer in her bio. I know okay. a civil engineer. It says she likes soccer or like something to do with soccer. There's like a video. Oh yeah. Oh, you like, guys, well, you went that deep. Yeah. And I was like, on the video. I was like, I know a boy who likes videos. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Who likes soccer? soccer. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me sign this girl's DM. So I go, hey. And you responded. And you're like, "Hey," and I was like, "What's your type?" Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the do point. you want to do? Do you want me to say what you said? <laughs> yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's she go. was like, "I like five two or six two guys who are athletic oh, wow. and have a job and has to be at least twenty eight. I don't know if I said that. Did I say that? I don't yeah, know if I said like the twenty eight part. It was, okay. it was old. It was old. So usually, I like to stick in my own age range or like. And then I eventually went to this shadi.com and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I got I got someone for you." <laughs> And then this guy's later. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, okay, well, maybe let's let's see what this is about. And then, pretty sure, yeah, no, right no, no. away, I found out he sent me some nineteen-year-old. Nah, can this, this is what I said. This is what I said. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> this is the way I said. A it couple the years younger, and that would have been like super illegal. Like, hey, this, is, this is what I said. I didn't know oh. how old you were though. I didn't know. There's no way. There's no okay. way for me to tell how old you okay. were. I think his last message to you was, yeah. um, "My client will reach out to you." Yep. And then I reached out and I said, "Hey." <laughs> So my advisor told me to hit you up. <laughs> What's the deal? Were you left on scene or what? what, what oh no, no, no. She's like, um, you're actually, I, c- I can read the exact message. No, it's fine, it's fine. It, it's something along the lines, you're too young. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think I day. figured, I think I found yeah. out you guys were like 19. And I was like, listen, like, hit me up when you're in your 30s. Like, and I'll be 34, but it's not going to work out right now. Yeah, we might be 20, but we're more mature than anybody out there. All right, anyway, welcome back to Two Fries Podcast, where we document the rise of stardom of Winnipeg's talent and personalities, a.k.a. the number one podcast in Winnipeg. If you're not already subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Try and get to a thousand by the end of the year. Got a crazy guest for today. I think it's gonna be interesting. Let's bring her on. Um, she's a crazy, crazy guest. As Robin said, she's a civil engineer who just finished a project with Amazon. Big crazy <laughs> things. Um, she's also a dancer, a TikToker. Please remember, please welcome Sweet. Let's go. Hi guys. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the official Two of Our Eyes podcast. Thanks for making the drive out here. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. I think we're going to start off with a little background about you. Yep. Tell us, we, we give you a little introduction, but let us, let the people know what you're about, where you're from, what you do, and everything. A nice okay. little background. All right. So, um, born in Nepal, of course, um, and I moved for, from a very small village in Nepal. Um, it was just uh, 
me i was in uh lived in a farm <laughs> um, my dad ended up just being super smart in this village ended up getting a scholarship for his um, bachelor's in engineering there um got a scholarship to do his master's in thailand and then got a scholarship to do his phd at u of r smart nice. man you know, it's funny <laughs> enough, he got a scholarship at McGill and U of R, and he picked U of R. I was like, oh, okay. th- thank you for that. Thank you for, like, planning out my life like this. Perfect. Um, yeah, and then eventually when he got the hang of everything, he ended up bringing the whole fam, um, landed in Regina, Saskatchewan in December 24th or so in um, 2005. I was around nine years old. And, yeah, it was freezing, <laughs> um, lonely, a lot of bullying. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, now here we are. I ended up getting a job. My parents ended up moving out to Winnipeg. I ended up working here, trying to do this whole dance thing, trying to do this whole <laughs> TikTok thing, too. So I would say I'm, like, a dancer first. Okay. Um, engineer. And then, you know, we're trying to be an influencer, too. Let's see. Let's see <laughs> Let's how go. that goes. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. <laughs> Where did that yeah. passion come about from, like, being a dancer first and then an engineer? Um, yeah so I was actually asking my mom about this because a lot of people are like when did you start dancing and I was also like mom like when did I start dancing she's like ever since you were like born because <laughs> I don't recall a moment when I started like dancing it was just ever ever since mm-hmm. like I could possibly remember um honestly I'm not trained at all not professionally trained it's a lot of just um in front of my mirror training and I think it's just the passion I had um, that really drove me into keep practicing, practicing, putting my stuff out there. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's work and it's um it's scary, right? But I feel like if you just throw yourself out there enough, like you'll feel more confident and something, you know what I mean? Something will come out of it. Sure. Honestly, that's what I believe. So what's your what's your speciality or like in terms of category of dance? Are you a hip hop person, a jazz person? What are you rocking? Um. Okay, so like I guess like dancing wise i always did um bollywood Mm -hmm. indian classical i don't know if you guys know what bharatanatyam is so like in terms of (laughs) not really okay (laughs) (laughs) so bharatanatyam is like a south indian dance form um really ancient historical dance form but um yeah so luckily enough one of my best friends um mom she's like a dance teacher she actually learned in india and stuff so i had like actual training there um, and then, like, I always had a passion for everything else. Like, I always wanted to do hip-hop, jazz, all these things, but um, was never really, like, put in any classes. I remember I'd, like, beg my parents, and they were like, just study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do your math. <laughs> do, <laughs> do your do science homework. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, yeah, I would just watch a lot of, like, um, videos and stuff, and I would just be like, I just want to dance. And I think when you, like, watch something enough, you, like, your mm-hmm. brain just figures it out yeah. and then eventually when I like actually moved up to Winnipeg you know um crazy enough that's when I really started discovering studios and then like beginner hip-hop classes um mm-hmm. and stuff and then like you just kind of keep going and going and then you go into intermediate and sometimes advanced too and it like it, it's just crazy like a slightly bigger city you just have more opportunities and then I was like you know what like I can kind of throw myself anywhere and I got this like I'll figure it out. What was that initial process like for you, like, in terms of, like, hey, you just moved here. Now you're really into dancing. Are you just looking in the mirror and, like, going on YouTube and figuring <laughs> out how to do all these dance moves? Or was it, like, you're just learning from past experiences and whatnot? Yeah, so it was a really, really lonely experience at first because I'm, like, here, um, I think I was working. And um, so at least I had a job, but all my coworkers were, like, 40 years old. And I'd be like, can we hang out? Like, can, <laughs> we, just, can we go somewhere? They're like, dance. you know, we have kids and, like, things <laughs> yeah. to do. But um, 
Yeah, so uh, I think one day I just got really, I just needed someone. Like I needed a friend or something. So I was on dating apps. I was like trying to find a friend. <laughs> you know how the on how I go on dating. Oh, because no, I'm like, how else am I gonna meet people, right? Yeah, exactly. I really just don't know anyone. I had a little brother who was like very introverted. He didn't want to go out anywhere with me. Um, so I was on these dating apps, going on like really sh- dates, like not really feeling anyone, obviously. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to start a friendship, and like these guys are not trying to be friends with me. Um, and then one day, I think I heard like you can get Bumble friendship. So okay. I literally downloaded like Bumble friendship. And then it was so weird because I was, like, swiping girls that could potentially be my friend. And I'm, like, how am I judging these people? Like, I don't know. Am I swiping the hotter ones? Like, I don't know what's (laughs) going on. Right? Um, So, yeah. And then I just kind of, I gave up because I would try to hang out with these girls. And obviously, like, they were all from Winnipeg. They had a life. I think they were just on it to just be like, oh, I'm on Bumble Friendship. No one was trying to hang out with me, and I uh, matched with this one girl named Tiana, and she was like, hey, we have a lot of lot of things in common. I'm a dancer as well. Um, I, I go to this one studio called Drop and Dance. Um, what, next time I go, I'll take you. So then, like, I was, like, on her, like, hey, like, when are you going? When are you going? And um, she was obviously busy, and then one day I was like, hey, girl, like, I'll go with you one day, but I think I'm just going to hop in there myself. And then that first day I met so many girls, um, met, ended up making so many friends uh found my best friend nad and yeah it's just been now winnipeg's been home for a little bit but let's see we're gonna keep moving but hey that's good to know Uh, we we had shack on here uh, yeah yeah i know know you're aware of shack yeah very well-known dancer yeah yeah what's the winnipeg dance scene looking like especially is it is it way more than compared to regina oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. way more opportunity like you know, even Shaq, like the studio he studios he goes to, it's mainly hip hop related. The yeah. studios I kind of go to, it's more like heels and jazz related. Sure. It's just like, yeah, like a lo- slightly bigger city. And, you know, in Winnipeg, I feel like it's not even that big compared to like, mm-hmm. let's just say Calgary, Toronto and stuff. But the dance scene actually and the theater scene is really good here. I, I don't know if it's the same vibes in even Edmonton or Calgary. Of course, it's not like Toronto or Vancouver, yeah. but... Honestly, and like you know, even having like meeting you guys, like I'm I'm not from here. The fact that somehow I ended up finding you in my DMs and stuff, like <laughs> there's enough people. <laughs> yeah. There's enough people trying to do new of things course, yeah. and trying out um, new ideas and like yeah, and putting out their passion. So the first class, like for you, like walking into a studio, like you you don't know anyone there. Yeah. It's like your first ever dance class. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What was that? Ex- what was that experience like for you? Um. Honestly, like, I was so excited, and I just knew I was going to, like, fit in. Um, super excited. It was a hip-hop class. Oh, no, it was a heels class. And, yeah, I was just – I just took the front row because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to do great. And then just made friends right away. When I met my uh, best friend, Nad, right away, he's, like, this tall brown boy, and we were, like, eyeing each other up. Um, met him right away, and I told him I was new. And then he was like, yeah, let me just, you know – give you a little tour guide like around the city and then I just met everyone and then it was just home from there like I didn't want to go back to Sask honestly <laughs> like I'm not moving back there <laughs> so you made like a little home here this is what you call your home right Winnipeg I think yeah now it's my home of course you know I grew up in Sask but and I, I don't think this is my last stop I want to you know I want to keep I want, I'm trying to move to a bigger city but I would say I've you know I've found people now yeah like I have people to hang out with and I have my little community, so. Do you think it's, like, the closeness of Winnipeg that, like, really made you feel, like, at home? Like, you know, like, everyone's just, like, it's just a small, like, it's not relative to other cities in, in 
in Canada. It's like mm-hmm. it's pretty big, but still small that it feels like home. Right? Is that the yeah. was part of Winnipeg for you? Like it just feels like a bigger vagina. Okay, but um, I think it feels like small enough because it's it is a pretty big city in comparison. Like Regina and Sass, I think we're at like two hundred thousand population. Saskatoon three hundred. Oh. Here, I think we're at. 750. Yeah, yeah. I consider that a, and I, Edmonton's like 900. Mm-hmm. I consider that a city enough. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing about Winnipeg, it's like, it's so I- isolated here. Like, you know, your next biggest city in Canada is Regina. So you're not trying to go to Regina. No. Yeah. Um, and if you want to go somewhere a little bit nicer, it's probably Calgary, which is like 14 hours away for you guys. For us, it was like Calgary was only six hours in from Regina. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the people here like really know each other because you're kind of like stuck in this little <laughs> island, but there's a lot of people in the island, you know, and yeah, people are very welcoming, very accepting. Like I, you know, I got welcomed like right away in the dance community. Like they wanted me everywhere. Um, whereas like, I feel like, you know, if you're in Toronto, you could be kind of lost. Like it's a busy, busy, busy city. And um, so, yeah, you have that like small town vibe here but it's like a big enough city that yeah you'll meet people that are trying to do podcasts people that have studios Mm -hmm. people you know what i mean people that also adventure out whereas like in sas that's not gonna happen everyone's like in their little bubble and nobody's trying to like move out of their bubble that Um, makes sense hey yo we interrupt this episode to bring you today's sponsor skillshare skillshare is an online community with thousands of classes in design business tech and more Anyone can join the millions of the members in the community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. If you'd like to support our show and are interested in Skillshare, click the first affiliate link in our description to get your 14-day free trial on us. It's quick, easy, and you can cancel it anytime. Now back to the episode. I yeah. Th- I mean, Winnipeg's slowly on the rise, hence 204 Rise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's transition into your TikTok as well, because that's got quite a close relation to the dance as well uh-huh, I, I guess yeah i'm yeah. just kind of throwing random stuff in there trying to find my <laughs> niche, <laughs> niche but yeah talk yeah. about how it started and what was the catalyst for that honestly i think it was quarantine my um we were in i was in fourth year my roommate was also in fourth year and we were just uh our grad got canceled my uh, you, you know you're in engineering uh-huh. ring ceremony literally yep. got canceled um i had my capstone presentation that got canceled so everything got canceled we were really sad and we just had time to kill before finals. And then we're like, you know what? Like, it was so, like, depressing, first of all. At least I had my roommate, but you couldn't even go anywhere. And if you yeah. went somewhere, people were canceling you. They're <laughs> like, oh, I saw you out. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, posting a video or something of a few of us with my capstone group partners. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, you know, it's like five people. Like, what are you doing? Oh, and I'm no. like, I still have to finish this group project. I'm sorry. I took, like, a video while I was at it. Yeah. So you, like, couldn't really go anywhere. And then um, my roommate, who's also a dancer, she was like, you know, let's just let's just try this TikTok thing. Like, let's start some dance videos. We did a lot of, like, Kardashian, like, remakes, um, mm-hmm. uh, videos, and and just, we were just having fun with it, and, like, our just close group of friends were just enjoying our videos. They're like, hey, we're bored, and we, like, look <laughs> forward to it. And, like, nothing ever went anywhere. It was never, I was never really thinking I could go anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got back to Winnipeg, and I would just kind of make memes here and there, and one day I, like, uh, it was an engineering meme I made. I don't know if you guys have seen it. When you're a girl in engineering. But, um, and it like reached like a million views or something. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. This is real. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, this is so interesting. Like, this is interesting. I'm like, I'm at a million views. I don't know how to feel about this. But yeah, yeah I was not expecting it at all. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, like, let's see. Now I have all these like engineering kids like <laughs> in my DMs being like, hey, can you give us advice? And I was like, <laughs> you just gotta survive <laughs> <laughs> yeah but 
yeah what, that's what it. was that like, fi- like did you ever feel the fame of like that one million people watching your it's a lot of people. Like if they watch that's into more the room Winnipeg. right now, yeah, it's more like yeah. I like I think like right now I'm you know I'm just like okay whatever because like a lot of people she used to it. But I think yeah now I'm like used to it I guess and and like I don't know like a lot of people I know have, can also reach there if you just keep making I'm sure if you guys keep making some TikToks like you'll you'll get you'll get one viral video. But I think in that moment I was like oh my god <laughs> I'm like an overnight star like all the people that doubted me like here we are <laughs> and there's like all these meme accounts reaching out to me like pretty big meme accounts being like hey can we share your stuff uh-huh. um so yeah i felt like i was like on top of the world i'm pretty sure i did yeah it's been a year but i'm pretty <laughs> sure that night like i was like always on my <laughs> tiktok like, I'm like oh my god i'm on a million um you got you got reposted on females right at females, females yeah mm-hmm. um and then i think there was a few other i forget some of the other meme accounts but pretty big meme accounts that, that's a big deal you know small yeah, girl from is, winnipeg right? you know taking over yeah. mainstream media like right yeah <laughs> i feel like i don't yeah <laughs> that's very true you guys should have been there to hype me up <laughs> i was like this is just like embarrassing like where do i go from here you know it's just like one random engineering like you send me. it in the whatsapp group chat gets all the way to the other side of the country yeah, like, yeah. the globe in a second exactly and like everyone's like oh my god like i see you on my tiktok you know there's like napoleontes like, i see you on my tiktok and i was like oh god like we got to be careful but yeah, that's really it. I kept making content, and then when I started applying for jobs, I kind of realized I was like, "Hey, okay, I am making really like engineering related, like funny stuff." I don't want really companies to be like, "Oh, she was a girl in engineering, and mm-hmm. like she had it easy or something." So I kind of just backed away, and I was like, "I have to focus on this for like the next year or so." So that's what's been happening since. But yeah, no, there was a moment when I thought mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> 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 thought I was a big deal. Did you ever consider like? doing it full-time like i mean you hit a, a million and then you get all this like people coming rushing to your profile yeah did you ever think like hey man what if i become like the next one to pick tiktok star you know like or even global TikTok yeah star. like yeah that's how, that's, Addison Ray, that's how all these all these other yeah TikToks i know those. um i did i just knew like you know i i was where i went went viral like i had made a whole bunch of dance videos and stuff my dance videos weren't getting anywhere i was like i can't like this is hard to land like mm-hmm. a funny like engineering meme like you can only make make the same joke so many times i just wanted like people to be able to follow like see my stuff on tiktok and then follow me on instagram because that's where all my videos were sure. and like i feel like that that's a hard transition like people that follow you on tiktok are not trying to go into your instagram they're not trying to um, go anywhere yeah so then i was trying to figure it out i was like okay like what do I do? Should I keep making engineering memes, but then like dance in them? So I tried that too. Um, and then, yeah. And then I ended up just kind of like getting caught up trying to find a job and stuff. But like, I'm gonna, uh, now that, you know, it's been a year or so and my project was pretty successful. I'm trying to get back on. And I think, um, I'm just gonna keep throwing dance videos out there. And if you throw it out there enough, like one of them will pick up and some of my dance videos have kind of picked up, but Mm-hmm. yeah like not the million views yet but you know we got to get to a million <laughs> the one the reason why i wanted you on was because you have this dynamic of being yeah. an engineering student you got the study side to you the mm-hmm. academic side yeah and then you also got this dance lifestyle yeah right so that dynamic's interesting because not a lot of people can balance that mm-hmm. even you know sometimes we find ourselves trying to balance this and it, it, it gets difficult but i'm curious to see what was like your dream when you were younger like, yeah. were you trying to be a dancer and the engineering just happen, happened to be a fallback? Or were you trying to go to space? Or, like, what was <laughs> it? What was Young Sweet trying question. to do? Um, yeah, so, you know, we're 
obviously, I, I, were you guys born in Canada? No. Okay, in, so. Oh, I wasn't. Uh, India. Yeah. India. Yeah, okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. we're immigrants, mm-hmm. also children of immigrants. Um, our parents were probably worked really, really hard to get here. So there's an expectation set there, you of know. Course. Um, So I, I knew I had to be educated. Like, that was not a option. Like, not mm-hmm. going to school is never an option, but. Yeah. Ever since I was, yeah, little, I remember even in Nepal, like, I always had a dream, which was to, like, I would, like, interview myself, you know, um, and, like, I always thought I was going to, like, be on TV, but uh, really where this balance that you're talking about came from was, um, you know, I remember dancing in Nepal and stuff, but when I moved to Canada, um, you know, I moved here with, like, a little mushroom haircut when I was nine years old, uh, grade three, kids are not nice in grade three, I was probably the only really brown kid or person of color in my school in my little elementary school and um I faced a lot of bullying um and just like I had no friends and like I was just that kid that was just picked on and I don't know if you guys like remember recess like Mm -hmm. when you have like the 15 minutes that 15 minutes was like the most stressful 15 minutes of my life because you it meant you had to hang out with someone and look cool and I had no one to hang out with so I would like hide in the stall and I'd Mm -hmm. probably like dance in the bathroom (laughs) um and then I would just come home, like, super sad, super depressed. Um, obviously, you can't really talk to your parents about stuff like this because they're just, like, just study. Yeah. Right? And then um, that was affecting my grades, too, because it's, like, I'm in sc- like I'm in school. I'm feeling really lonely. It's so different than what I the life I had in Nepal with all my friends. And um, and then, I, you know, I was affecting my grades, of course, which then my parents would Get come me. at me <laughs> yeah. about it. So, yeah, like just troubles at home, troubles at school. And I think just the one escape I always had was dance. I really clung on to it because it was at that point, it was a survival for me. Um, it was just my coping mechanism. And I feel like when you're going through struggles, like there's different coping mechanisms for people, right? People, you know, a lot of people get into like drugs and alcohol or whatever. You may see a lot of people try to express themselves through art. Mm-hmm. And mine has always been dance. So I would just play on a Bollywood song or something and just dance and like be in my own imaginary world. And I would just like the thing that kept me going was like one day I'm just gonna be famous and all these kids are going to be like, wow. (laughs) But um, it just kept me going. And yeah, honestly, like that lasted for a long time. I feel like grade 12 is a good year, grade 11, grade 12. But like most of my childhood, it was just like it was miserable, like going to school. I would really dread it. And I think just the one thing I've always had was dance. Like, it's just, like, um, it's more than just a hobby or more mm-hmm. than just, like, a pat. You know, it, it's literally, like, my lifestyle. And, yeah, was that your question? I feel like I answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted so to be yeah. a dancer. So, yeah, that was my, I guess that was the dance side. Like, it's always going to be with me. I don't think it's mm-hmm. ever going to go away. I, I, I don't think I can really survive. Yeah. Um your creative without, outlet yeah without dance mm-hmm. um i honestly sad moments happy moments it's just mm-hmm. how i celebrate everything but um engineering honestly i always knew like i had to you know uh do something for sure go to university for something and uh, i feel like you know uh, you're always like uh, i don't know us kids we're just good at math i feel like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if we're i can't I really c- speak i feel like math is something we just understand <laughs> like and english and stuff we suck at but i also grew up in nepal so like i just had a head start i remember like when i came to um canada in grade three like i was like a way oh ahead yeah. of everyone else in math you're doing yep. like grade six in stuff math in grade specifically three. yeah reading it was a disaster yep. like i couldn't even read anything hmm. but um so yeah it was just like the one subject i was always good at and i remember my uh, teachers in high school too they're like you know you're really good at this like you should look into it and then um 
my dad's a civil engineer, ended up going into engineering. But really when I found passion for it was when um, I had gone to Nepal back home in grade nine. And like at this point, you know, I've seen Canada, whatever. You go back home, you're like, whoa, like (laughs) this is a disaster. The roads were so scary. And I was like, I just want to like fix. I'm like, I just want to donate money and fix everything. Like, how do I do this? But it's not just like donating money and fixing everything. It's really just like, you know, having an idea. And I think that's when it really started. Like, I just want to change things, like change, you know, change the living standards, like basic living standards. And yeah, with engineering, I think the ultimate goal is to like, you know, go go back to third world countries and like help them out, um, create a new plan, create a new design. But let's see, you know, we're just starting here. But that's always the big goal. That's always been the big goal. Yeah. So what are you specializing in in terms of engineering? Like, are you doing waterworks or like transportation? Um, so right now I'm in buildings, okay. um, which is like, so I'm in uh, the construction industry. Um, I guess when you graduate, you're going to kind of understand it more. There's like the consulting side of things, mm-hmm. the design, and then there's like construction and then there's the client side of things. Right. So, um, I've kind of been everywhere. I've been in the client side of things. I've been, um, in the design aspect too, through my co-op terms. Didn't really love it. It's a lot of like you're inside just doing specializing in one area, mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was in, uh, consulting world, um, I was just designing like water mains, sewer mains and like development plans. And I just like, remember being like, I just wish I knew how this looked because then I would yeah. have a better idea. Cause I'm sitting here like, you know, graphing it out on AutoCAD, but it's like, how is this actually going to get constructed? So, and I hated like just sitting there like for eight hours. So, um, I was like, let me try this whole construction thing once I graduated. I'm like loving it. You're actually out there in the field and you're seeing it happen. And it's like, I think that's, what's just like so much fun seeing it happen. And then like, you know, the world could be on fire, but it's like, you gotta get that done. You gotta get that project done in that timeframe with under schedule and, um, and under budget. And I think like just, and like, of course, working for Amazon, that was really cool um yeah so we built the whole thing in like six months or so so i just every day just seeing that change i think that was just so much fun like i literally like just had a blast jeffrey's putting in work eh? yeah (laughs) (laughs) uncle bezos (laughs) uncle bezos (laughs) how did you how did you get like are you were you interning for them or did you just like land a position from your company Mm, yeah so i was just applying for a lot of construction companies there's a company called pcl which is like a big competitor of ours um, ended up just getting a few interviews and, um, same with this one, ended up getting an interview for it. And I kind of got like three offers at the same time. But, um, at that point I just went by like, okay, I know I'm working on an Amazon warehouse here. That's really good connection. Mm-hmm. Um, just networking wise too, I would have many opportunities and I just took it and I think I made the right call. Um, PCL is a really big company too, but, um, I think I made the right call because yeah, like the, just um, even just getting to network with Amazon, you know, um, my Bezos. Bo- uh, yeah, Bezos. <laughs> uh, so my clients are like, Hey, if you ever want to work for us, just, you know, give us a text, mm-hmm. which is crazy because, you know, it's really hard to get to them, but yeah. Yeah. So I ended what up picking, were you the project manager then for uh, the project or? Yeah. So I'm just like, just under the project manager. So I guess you could, my Assistant. position's called the field engineer, Same. um, coordinator who's just, working to be a PM. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they're essentially, I'm just getting trained to be a PM in the future. Um, yeah. So that's my position right now. 
big engineering moves. Eh? <laughs> I'm sitting over here as like I'm a science student. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on here. You're you're in civil. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, even this like networking, network. You know, like I'm gonna remember you. You're gonna remember me. Like network equal network. Yeah. <laughs> just add a quote in there. So you know? did you ever like? Okay. What was the biggest challenge for you in terms of like managing this project? I mean, like, was this your first ever job? Once you graduated, like big job, right? You're also a girl in engineering, which yeah. is not that common. It's, it's starting to get more and more, and it's starting to get yeah. more recognition that it deserves. But mm -hmm. what was that like? Um, honestly, the biggest challenge, and it's going to be the same challenge for you as well, is like school teaches you absolutely nothing. Like yeah. you apply zero percent of what you learn, so you look like you're. It's like an alien world to you. Like you look lost. You know you're lost. Everybody knows you're lost. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody knows you don't know. And it's like you know you don't know anything. So it's just like you're just diving and you're swimming. You're just trying to swim mm -hmm. and like just survive. So um, um, that was just the biggest challenge. I think being a girl in in my field, yeah, I'm, I'm probably I was probably the only girl on site out of like a hundred people. Um, I was very well respected and well treated by my workers, but you know, there's always the odd like concrete driver or something that would come by you know flirting with you whatever saying weird things to you yeah. but luckily like my boss has always had my back there's always like some guys trying to walk in and just like waste my time i remember this guy was coming for water and he was just taking like 20 minutes to fill up his bottle <laughs> and then he spilled it i was like what are you doing like what is going on i'm like just get your water and leave and then my boss came out and he like kicked him out i was like that was so weird like what was going on he's like he didn't come in to grip water like he just yeah. came and talked to you <laughs> um so there's a lot of people who's just there to like waste your time and like um and just say disrespectful things but for the most part like it's worked towards my favor you know and um I I'm very well like liked and respected of course and it's kind of fun being the only girl there you get the whole bathroom to yourself right <laughs> uh, I can dance in there do my own thing but um yeah so the ch most challenging has always just been learning the learning learning what to do um and then eventually you just get the hang of it and then the nice thing about work is like it's not like school where you're in like trying to learn like 20,000 different things this is like okay you can kind of just focus on like okay construction or you mm -hmm. can focus on that one if you're in water treatment plant or something you're like you know designing a water treatment plant like you can just keep focusing on one thing and then you get really good at it so well eventually it pays out and yeah what was that work like like work life balance like for you I mean like working as an engineer it's a lot of a lot of hours you got to put in and you got to yeah. like get called in even on weekends. But what was that like for you? What was that balance? Yeah. So like I said, like dance had to take a backseat. Mm -hmm. um, I just knew I had to give this my all. I, I knew I had to prove myself because, you know, it's it's a fickle industry. Like you'll get laid off if you're not good. You know, they're it's and especially if you're working for private companies, like they're not going to want to pay for you if you aren't doing a good job. So I just knew like. I had to give it my all. Yeah, it was like wake up at 7.30 and especially initially, you know, we had to get the project done. I would, by the time I would come home, it'd be like 6.30 and then I would spend some more time trying to just understand. Like you don't learn how to read drawings in school, mm -hmm. understand drawings, understand construction. Like you don't know anything. Um, so, I, you know, in the beginning, I didn't have much of a life, but work was kind of life too it was a lot of fun like you know when you're in a you're on site you're in a trailer there's like hundreds of people there um I didn't have I, I still tried to dance I'd still come home and try to dance and make some videos but 
definitely I had to give my last six months or so, six, seven months um, to the company. And I think I've proved myself. So now we're going to get back to dance. We're going to put dance as first priority for the next couple months. And then, yeah, and then I'll probably be starting another project. So let's see. What's it like seeing the end product? Because you saw it from the beginning to yeah. the end. What's it like stepping back and oh like, my god, I did yeah. this? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, so when we first started, it was a like warehouse from like 1960s or so, and um, it was just a disaster. But now you know, you got the nice Amazon logo. <laughs> it's super nice. Of course, it was a, a warehouse from the early 60s, so we're having like leaking problems and stuff already. But um, it's been great. I think my favorite part about the whole warehouse is the Amazon logo. Though. Logo. I don't know if you guys have driven I've by. Seen, I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> yeah. pictures. Looks amazing. I've seen the I've seen the car like the Prime trucks. Oh yeah, I love the Prime Those trucks. Yeah. yeah. So were you the reason why they're here now? You know, yeah. Let's <laughs> give me all the credit. Let's give me all the credit. <laughs> Thumbnail title. Of course, I had a team. But. We interrupt this episode to bring you another sponsor. If you've ever considered building a website, you've probably definitely heard of Squarespace. Squarespace is an online website web designer that allows you to create your website from scratch using a wide range of templates. If you want to build an e-commerce site, a small business, Squarespace got it all. Click the affiliate link in our description to start building your website today. You'll be helping out the show and also creating a killer website to flex on your peers. Now back to the episode. Talking about engineering. Hope you enjoy that commercial break. Welcome back. We were talking about engineering and you being the Amazon lead coordinator. Queen. The queen. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much Jeff Bezos yeah. is. Yeah. Uncle Bezos. Let's just. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, Let's watch what Uncle we say Bezos, yeah. Uncle Bezos. Okay. Yeah. Uncle we'll Bezos. Uncle relationship going there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my dreams. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Does he does he ever like swing by? Like, what's the oh, communication no, like? No. We're, he probably doesn't even know what Winnipeg is. Oh. I mean, l- he's a trillionaire at this point, right? Trillion dollar company. Yep. I think we're probably yeah. Amazon's probably the biggest company right now. Uh, like, I bet I bet he doesn't even really know um, what's really going on. He mm. he was in space. He's enjoying <laughs> he's his life. Other people are doing his work. Blue for Origin. Him. Are you kept up on like what? he's doing honestly not no? too much i just know care. that he was in space yeah okay. like he, w- he went to mars not mars I mean the moon or something like that recently just orbit yeah. just orbit just orbit. oh just yeah. orbit okay okay <laughs> yeah not no not really kept up and yeah but in terms of uh you know kept up with the clients and stuff there's some really big guys up in the company mm-hmm. and like you know amazon's so huge so there's a construction aspect there's a tech world or it's just like mm-hmm. it's ginormous i'd love to get a tour can you do that? Do you have yeah, a car? Can um, you give us a tour? I don't know if I can take you guys inside, but I'll show you guys a video of me of okay. like before after pictures. Sure. Um, we'll put them up. You know, I'm sure I, I can take you around the site, <laughs> which I you can drive around <laughs> as well. I'm sure you guys have drove you know driven by region or whatever. Mm-hmm. But was there yeah. ever a moment where like I know some of the job interviews I've had, they're like the biggest challenge is going to be like you telling forty to fifty year olds what to do. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Was that ever a challenge for you? I mean, like especially. Being being a girl telling guys what to do, like yeah, most most fifty to f- sixty year olds will take offense to that. Oh yeah, of course. There's a lot like of ego management yeah. you have to do. A mm. lot of ego management. You have to be really careful what you say. Um, yeah. So in that aspect, I always have to remember, like, okay, I'm just the gr- a girl in engineering in this field. You know, you're you know you're kind of looked at like this like dumb girl who's just like arrived to site, but. Um, Definitely, it's been hard, but I think people just know uh, that it's a job you have to do, um, and then you just get used to it. Like you know, once you start telling a couple of people, 
um, you get used to it. There's a lot of people who just respect what you do as well. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like your own net, like your own group, like when you're telling other companies, yeah, when you're bossing around other companies, that's like whatever. But in your own like um, team, you know, sometimes you have certain responsibilities and you have to tell, yeah, an older boss mm-hmm. um, what to do or like this is the direction. And yeah, there's a lot of ego management there. You have to be really careful. You don't want to step on any toes. <laughs> it's definitely more of a collaborative too, right? Like everyone's yeah. um, assembly chain and working together to finish the project. Yeah, right? it is definitely a collaboration for sure. But I mean, like there's politics in every mm. industry. For sure. Um, so there's a lot of politics, a lot of um, trying to climb up the ladder by like maybe putting others down. Sure. And you have to just kind of see that right away and just know who you're dealing with. But um haven't really struggled too much with it. I know in my consulting firm, I really did because um, I guess like there's the drafters who are just like under, I guess, under you. So you're telling mm-hmm. the drafters what to do. And one of my draft guy, he was like in his 40s, super experienced. And I'd be like, oh, like this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just fix it? But I'd be really nice. But it's definitely difficult. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's transition into your YouTube aspect oh my god you're also on youtube <laughs> so where did that start i can't let you guys watch those videos it's so <laughs> embarrassing um so youtube actually it's my best friend um sg's account shout out sg shout out rookie reacts you know <laughs> follow her but i think like like i said like in sas it's so hard to try something new so when i posted that initial my very first dance video like with my 200 followers it was really scary i knew i was going to be judged i knew there's people would be like what does she think she is like nobody's gonna watch this and that's what it is like for Sask, you know, like a lot of people in Sask, you're kind of like stuck to your little like bubble and you don't want to go out. But luckily, I think the people around me like um, are influenced by my energy and um, my friend SG, who was, was very introverted, I think hanging around enough me around me enough, she really wanted to try something new. So she was like, yeah, like I got a new camera. My parents got a new camera. I really want to see. And I remember we we're just like, um, we have little cousins and we used to like put some like, uh, try to you know entertain them on youtube and stuff and i remember like there was a kinder surprise like video yeah. where they're just opening up a kinder surprise millions of views so i was like why don't we try something like this you know mm-hmm. like let's get some kinder surprise Let, let's have ideas um i ended up leaving to winnipeg so she was like yeah, i'm gonna continue on she's trying a little bit of everything she's trying to like food reaction videos um we tried one of those um like like getting to like sibling challenge she has a little brother and then one day she did like a soccer reaction video and that one got like a thousand views and then it's just kind of like skyrocketed it from there um now she's at like forty thousand subscribers like she's killing the game you know and i of course when i'm there i go over there and i um i'm in her videos and stuff too and i'm like her number one fan and like trying (laughs) i'm like you gotta you gotta get big so then i can get big but it's like yeah it's pretty much you know her account is my account, my account is her account. <laughs> We're trying different things so we can just become, like, something together. Um, yeah, and I, I, that one's actually, you know, you just have to sit there and react. It's hard, you know, to s- good, give good reactions. But I, people watch <laughs> it. People are entertained. And, of course, I get hate comments, too. They're like, this girl doesn't know soccer. Like, she doesn't <laughs> know what she's talking about. But, I mean, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if an, uh, anyone else in Sask has, like, 40,000 Sure. I'm sure there's people, but mm. it's not it's not um, easy to make it big on YouTube for sure. Like I've had a few dance videos up there, like solid like ten <laughs> views from me watching it ten times. I'm pretty sure. So did you ever fake reactions? 
Oh my god, you have to fake <laughs> right. reactions the whole time. You have to overreact, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you have to be like, whoa. But um well, those people not gonna watch. Imagine you being like, that's a nice goal. No one's gonna watch that. Yeah, and I <laughs> always think I'm Christi, like Christi, Cristiano. Yeah, you guys uh, you guys should, you know, react with us actually. I feel like you guys would be really good because you know. guys have a natural presence. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, but um, if you want to book the flight tickets, we're good. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll you drive you it. It's <laughs> only five hours. No, yeah. we'll take first class. <laughs> first class, okay. Private right. tickets. Private <laughs> jets. Uncle Basil will take that. <laughs> ba- we'll take Basil's jets. Come on, man. Let us know. Yeah, so I think it's just like, you know, it's trying something. I, I, it's trying something different. Like I don't know how many people around me like have a reaction mm-hmm. channel that's actually made it successful. Enough, right? Forty thousand. I think that's a yeah. pretty good. You guys are monetized, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So monetized, yeah. So um, that's pretty good. And Do yeah, I feel like in smaller cities, people just expect you to like become the best overnight. But it takes a lot of time. Takes a, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time. Do I you think of this as like a, a business down the line that you could ever like? do as well and have multiple streams of income as well yeah yeah um you know it's hard to make like just money out of just your videos sure. i've I figured that, that out even mm. in the dance world um a lot of your music is like copyrighted right so i'm not really making i'm not going to be making really m- money off of my dance videos but it's just the following you can use your followers to your advantage mm-hmm. um these people are following you religiously sometimes right watching each video you can start a merch, you can start, you know, collaborating with other, you know, businesses and stuff. I think that's really where you make it big. And that's really where we're trying to all go and see. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my friend, SG, she's trying to figure that out as well. Okay. Um, I think our goal with her account is like, I'm like, okay, I want you to be big enough that like, we're getting paid to like, <laughs> react live, <laughs> react live in Europe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's the ultimate goal over there. But you know what? I'm gonna bring her over here. And you guys should you guys should um let's do it. interview her. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. What's the end goal looking like for you? Like, where in terms of engineering, TikTok, or dance, anything? anything. What's wh- where do you want to see yourself in like five to ten years? Yeah. So like, that's a good question because I just feel like there's so many things I still have to accomplish. You mm-hmm. know, I I don't want to sit here and pretend like I have it all together. I'm just starting. But I think um, in terms of dance, um, I think I made it my goal to be in, like, an actual production, like, music video. So that's my goal. And I think I want to do it in Nepal. Like, I want to be in, like, a Nepali music video as, like, me as a center, me as the main character. (laughs) And I think that's a very possible goal goal to have. Um, I just have to go back and start that. And then in terms of engineering... um, I I think I'm pretty proud of myself. You know, I, I didn't really think I would get such a big project right off the bat um i think i'm just gonna keep working hopefully um just like work for myself and not for other companies because you that's where you really just start to make money um i hope one day where i can like you know i'm good enough that i can travel out have this as a part-time thing Mm -hmm. and then like have my other hobbies as my main time thing a full-time thing um so that's in terms of engineering i really want to travel out and like volunteer or whatever whatever i can do to help my own country nepal and like other third world countries it's sweet yeah (laughs) on that note i think this is the perfect way to wrap up the podcast thank you so much for tuning in watching subscribe if you haven't already make sure to check out sweet we'll tag everything in the bio we're live every tuesday morning at 11 30 a.m on the umfm radio station 101.5 fm check us out on all streaming platforms until next time peace let's go drop a dance move drop a dance move Chapel move.
Yeah, let's go. Turn the light bulb and pet your dog. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Bollywood. <laughs>